I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. This is a special week for me because Wednesday is my birthday. It's my birthday. I'm going to be 47 years young, old. It's all good. And something I wanted to do today is share with you a, my mom kept this if you've listened to followed me before and listened to my podcast, you know that uh, if you listened to a prior episode, I talked about the fact that she didn't really write much. She didn't really, she's not a person that kept journals and things, but I do have some journals that I shared a little bit of in a prior episode. And I will share some more of um, that she wrote when she was in rehab um, when she was 51 years old. And Something else that I found is this cute little notebook, like, I don't know, a three by five inch little notebook with a panda bear on the front. And inside of it are notes that she wrote down about my birthday, like literally the day I was born. So I read this when I found it at some point, I don't remember, a handful of years ago, um, she passed away in 2013. And at some point since then, I came across this. And I did read it, but it's been a while, like some number of years here. So I'm going to read it fresh again right now so that you can hear my responses to the story she shares. Um, because it's it's been a number of years. And I remember a few pieces, but I, I don't remember the whole thing. So let me first tell you that if I flip back the cute little panda bear eating some bamboo on the front. On the back of the cover, she wrote her doctor's name on it and his phone number. And I first must tell you that the person that brought me into the world, like the doctor, his name was Dr. Strange. I kid you not. Dr. Strange delivered me into this life. That's just hilarious. It's literally on my birth certificate too. Okay, so um, then the first page. My full name, Cheris Ann, A-N-N is how uh, she spelled it. And that's how, I mean, that's how it was given to me. Santilli, born September 7th, 4.27 p.m. Water broke 10.10, labor pains 12.05 born 427, five pounds, 13 ounces. I was a smaller little baby. 
um, five pounds, 13 ounces, but I know I was able to leave the hospital that day. There was no complications due to me being petite. Um, I'm kind of average size, uh, now I'd say five, five and a half tall, but let me tell you, I was literally the shortest person, most petite little person in my, um, grade even until about sixth grade. And then finally I had some growth spurts. Um, but it was a delayed process for me. 19 inches long in parentheses, she wrote beautiful. Um, and then couldn't sleep, got up four hours later, 12 and four, woke up at 6.30, had coffee. I don't know if that must have been the prior night or what. I'm not sure what that was. Um, because the I was like this, the water broke at 10 and I was born at four in the afternoon, for about 4.30 almost. So a short delivery. And, and then she's drawn this little like sketchy thing of, I don't know, it looks like a funky, like a little doodle, um, like an octagon with a circle in the middle and kind of line, just, I, she was just doodling. And then there's some notes on it about, um, you know, some bookkeeping things she need to take care of, personally deposit, check, phone bill, uh, electrical, um, unemployed, may have been unemployed at the time, one of my parents, um, in these early days when I was born, you know, early entrepreneurial things that they were giving, uh, going from different ideas to different ideas. And then around when I was around 11 or 12 is when Pasta Mama's their business that I really grew up with. And from that age to about 20 after the accident, um, that was the, the, the big, the big win, so to speak, you know, of the entrepreneurial journey for them. Um, okay. So then on the back of that nine months crawling. So this is a poem she wrote that she didn't write. She wrote down in the book and nine months crawling is the title into the corner. She goes her portrait, a diaper toes. She picks at a speck, a thread, a crumb, a fleck. The housewife's thrill is mother's girl. What the vacuum misses, she finds and kisses. <laughs> oh, sweetness. And you can tell this was in the 70s because I was born in 75. Um, uh, very, very sweet. Okay, then here's the story. Water broke 1010. Uh, Oh, here we are a little with some color, mom, greenish, leaked a little more. Um, I don't have children, so I've not had that experience. Um, <laughs> called Dr. Strange, got really nervous. Answering service said, congratulations. Funny. I guess funny said that the, the answering service says, congratulations. A uh, doctor says, sounds like real thing. If labor doesn't start before 12 midnight, to go in anyway at 12 and have a check. So then we finish a something hanger. I did a, a Mac. I'm not sure what she said. Finish something. I did a load of clothes. We thought we had all day to goof around. Oh, first I curled my hair really curly. 
with two exclamation points. Paul vac Paul's my dad. Paul vacuumed. We had Cheerios for breakfast. Then at twelve we had at twelve con- had contractions. I thought they were to be very mild at first, even maybe twenty minutes apart. Ho ho with exclamation points after each one. I couldn't tell when they started or ended. Darling Paul was trying to time them, and I told him I thought I was starting another one. The look on his face was something else. Was something else. They were only four to five minutes apart. This was not like the book said. Exclamation points. <laughs> I still did not want to rush. I don't know why. I went in and brushed my teeth. Again. Exclamation point. Told Paul I wanted fresh breath. <laughs> he about fell on the floor. <laughs> I can see the look on his face. Oh my gosh. Okay. I could hardly get dressed. I had to sit down every time I moved. We didn't even try to time them. We decided to go to the hospital right now. Exclamation, exclamation. I started putting to put on my bra and Paul grabbed it and threw it in the case. He couldn't believe I was taking my time. Got dressed, said goodbye to Buffy, their dog, my and my first, uh, yeah, pet here. Let's see. He knew it was a white uh, Maltese poodle mix. He knew what was going on. Oh, the dog. She says Buffy knew what was going on. Um, he followed me everywhere. I went. Oh, he followed me everywhere I went. I keep in mind I'm reading her handwriting on the, you know, and I. I, want, I thought it'd be more fun. Actually, a friend suggested I read this and not prep for it. So I hope you're enjoying this approach. <laughs> uh, we started to walk towards the car, had a contraction, had to stand still, then got in the car. Paul did drive faster than usual. I probably had three or four contractions on the way. Went to the emergency door. They were really busy. So we went on up the second floor contractions on the way nurse about flipped with three exclamation points there supposed to have wheelchair downstairs for me exclamation point told her I needed exercise (laughs) exclamation point ha ha in caps with more exclamation points exercise is what I got exclamation exclamation got undressed they put on they put in an IV glucose and gin, haha, in parentheses as a joke. Okay, not so much a joke now, considering she, uh, if you don't know, passed away from alcoholism. But I can look back and think this is, I, 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 I get the joke at the time because she was not an alcoholic at this time. And and um, anyway, uh, I just let's keep going. All right, I told Paul. I'd get a martini uh, one way or another. Yeah. Um, she was definitely a very social drinker in her um, in her life before it turned into a problem after the accident. And like I said, you know, that's, it's just, it. This is, these are the facts. This is the way it was. Um, let's see. Okay. No olive though. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Then she stretched... Oh, she's, then she stretched me. 
I had dilated four or five centimeters, can't really remember. Paul was so beautiful. He leaned over all the time, holding me, telling me how much he loved me, to relax and take deep breaths. I could not have handled it alone. A couple of contractions, I just about lost my cool, (laughs) just about lost my cool. Paul would say, relax. I wanted to slug him right in the kisser. (laughs) Around 2.30 or 3, I was 7 centimeters. The nurses were so nice and told me how good I was doing and explained everything. All of a sudden, I wanted to push. They said, go ahead. This was about 3.30. That felt so good. Paul and the nurse, Barb, she was only two weeks in uh, in the OB department, uh, delivering pretty young nurse, so sensitive, would help me up and coach me to push. I got so excited because they could see the little head and said it had hair. <laughs> I was so happy. I got all kinds of energy again. The nurse, uh, Gladys, bless her heart, got a big fan and put right over, put it right over my face. That felt so good. Oh, my mom, I have to th- say, I think I got this from her. We don't like to be hot. And uh, and she definitely did not like to overheat. So um, I can see her being relieved to have a fan blowing on her face. Here I was trying to keep my hair nice and curly. Ha ha. Um, yeah, her hair was not naturally curly. They put wet towels on my face and wiped around my hair. I was sticking... Oh, it was sticking out all over. Paul laughed because he knew (laughs) if he didn't, that I would have, if he did it, that I would have really let him have it. Like if he'd been the one wiping. Yeah. I caught myself looking in the mirror twice (laughs) to see what I looked like. Wow. I didn't need a costume for Halloween. (laughs) Looked like I was electrocuted. Oh, I guess her hair was all over the place. Um, That's funny because I can picture it. I felt I was so lucky. My, oh, back and leg muscles were so strong. And I, oh, still say that was from high school gymnastics and track and dancing lessons when I was a little girl that in parentheses she wrote. Yeah, she was a very active young girl. She also was a Northwest archery champ and Washington State archery champ um, two times each when she was younger, I think around age 13-ish, uh, you know, around that that time. Very athletic. Um, did archery with my grandfather. I still have one of his bows. Okay, so let's see. Leg muscles were so strong that I didn't have any problems with leg cramping. Oh, exclamation, about those contractions, I invented some new methods of breathing. I tried... Sometimes four different ways in one. I have good lungs. Multiple exclamation points. Most of all, I would breathe one, two, one, two, in and out very hard. It did help. I don't know the exact time I went into the delivery room, but I was only in there four contractions, maybe half hour in all. Second contraction, I looked in the mirror. I could see the top of the head. It was beautiful. Next time, I would see the head and one shoulder and arm. I can't explain the feeling. Paul, exclamation point, that nut. 
He was all over the delivery room, wanted to get every angle, and he acted as if he wanted to play doctor and deliver the baby. Anyway, doctor told me one more small push. Hold it, hold it, and all of a sudden, what a relaxed light feeling. All I heard, it's a girl, and she was screaming on her way out. They put her on a warming table beside me. Paul and I looked at each other. We knew we had the same feeling we can't describe. She was so pretty and pink. Her head was a little uh, lopsided, (laughs) but it didn't matter. She was beautiful. I only needed a few stitches. I had just a small tear. I could have had a hundred and wouldn't have noticed it. Doctor showed Paul the placenta. He knew it was, I was off in never, never land. They turned me on my stomach. Wow. After six months, oh my, six months on my side and side to back. I couldn't believe it. All this time, Paul was dressed in a green gown, hat and mask and covers for his shoes. Really cute. Exclamation point. Two times. Then they turned me back on the wheel cart and gave me our beautiful daughter to hold. I couldn't believe it. She came from my stomach. All that kicking, hiccuping, exercise, and here she is, a part of Paul and I, and all in one little body. All toes, fingers, everything. They took the baby in the nursery and me to my room. I felt great, exclamation, exclamation. Paul got started on the telephone, first first called home. Nyla answered, Nyla's my mom's sister. She wouldn't believe me, <laughs> took a lot of talking. Anyway, after many phone calls, some visitors, we had uh, something, uh, Paul hadn't eaten all day. He went home about nine. They brought the baby in at 9.30 until 11. I went to sleep at 12, woke up at 1, 3, 4, and 6.30, came around. I Oh, 6.30 came around. I got her again. She was really pretty. Every time we see her, she is prettier. Oh, oh so that's, that is literally the story of my birthday. And I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I'm so glad that my girlfriend encouraged me to wait and read it while I, you know, recorded this. And then I got to share some other side stories. Oh, another important note. Where the heck did my name come from, right? Cheris. So my parents got it from the nurse's name book. And they were flipping through and they saw that and immediately, as my dad shares with me, he said that immediately they just both knew like that is the name. It was in in that book, I think probably, I think they they saw some definition that it was connected to, you know, being uh, to loved or loving because it's connected to charity and it's, and cherish, you know, it's all those um, derivations. And it also has a Greek, uh, foundation. It, it actually roots in Greece and I believe they pronounce it Charis and it is connected to a similar definition of grace. So 
happy birthday to me. And uh, I have a surprise for you on my birthday, though. So look forward to that. There's going to be an extra episode. And it is my first guest. So I'm going to do some occasional guest episodes. I'll let you know a little bit more about that on Wednesday, but something you can look forward to. My gift to you on my birthday. And then one request that I have for my birthday is that you go on over to cherisyourlife.com forward slash workshop. I am hosting a workshop September 26th, 27th, and 28th later this month. It's a free workshop and it's called Three Days to Better Life Balance. It's going to be a lot of fun and you're going to get some great info in it and it's going to support you, I have no doubt. So please head on over there, check it out and sign up. Be one of the first to sign up and that can be in honor of my birthday this week and we can help each other. So that would be really cool. Go check it out. And my closing quote today is by Oprah Winfrey. The more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life. And my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyeljis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>